all by myself. Don't wanna be all by myself anymore. Oh, oh, yes. Hello, I am James Rowlands, and I'm the WNR podcast with a very special show today. It's the WNR three o two, and it is going to be NXT update. take over SummerSlam this weekend. Dom and I are going to catch up with NXT Update and news about NJPW, Rev Pro, Impact and of course more. Let's get to it. And we start the July 22nd edition of NXT. General Manager William Regal welcomes us from his home. He kicks it to Keith Lee who's sitting at a desk with totals in front of him. He offers a shout out to his mentor, Tim Brooks. Then he talks about the opportunities that made him a champ champ. In the spirit of those opportunities, he's made a difficult decision to relinquish the North American title with the caveat that as many people in it as possible. Back to Mr. Regal, who says that starting tonight, we'll get a series of triple threat matches when the winners advance to a ladder match for the North American Championship at the pre-SummerSlam takeover. Johnny Gagano, Bronson Reed and Roger Strong will be in the first one. And our first match is Dexter Loomis versus Killian Dane. Dane goes for a powerbomb, but Loomis slips free. He hits a swanton this time, then a side slam and locks in the head and arm triangle. Killian fights, but eventually fades out. Dexter Loomis defeats Killian Dane. Mission. Then we get Ever-Rise versus Breezango. Fandango and Tyler Breeze enter as Mounties. I mean, their entrances just get better and better week in, week out. It's not long full of hot tag is made and Fandango is on fire, baby. Cleaning house, he hits a Mountie dive with salute. Then brings in Breeze to hit the double supermodel kick for both men to get the win. Breezango picking up victory over Ever-Rise there. Then it's Shotzi Blackheart versus Elia, or Numph. Blackheart hits an insecurity off the break, then a tiger suplex. She goes up top, but Stone jumps on the apron. He's knocked to the floor with a bicycle kick, then Shotzi with a back senton. That ends it and gets a victory over Elia, or Numph. Afterwards, Blackheart rolls over Stone's good leg with a tank, but Mercedes Martinez comes out of nowhere to flatten Shotzi. The veteran badass walks off, and it's not clear if she's allied with Bob's brand. Now up next, an opportunity to be involved in that North American title ladder match at TakeOver. It's Johnny Gagano versus Bronson Reed versus Roderick Strong. Strong goes for the Gibson driver, but Gagano with Arana. They each counter out the other submission, then gets two, two, along with a handful of tights. Lawn Dart follows, but Strong answers a double knee gut buster. Gagano answers with an insecurity and one final beat, but Reed re-emerges. Fog splash to Strong, and Bronson Reed defeats Roger Strong and Johnny Gagano to be in that North American title ladder match. We see the history between Timmy Thatcher and their rematches after another break. And here we go. They trade chops and only chicken wings Thatcher's bad arm. They scramble while a hold is never broken. Thatcher gets Lorcan's shoulders to the mat for a free count. On the replay, we see Tim had some tights while the referee counted. So Thatcher's victory over Lorcan there, a little bit tainted. Mackenzie tries to get word of Robert Stone, but he sends her away so a liar or numph can check on his injured ankles. Mercedes Martinez walks up and cuts Bob off before he can start his pitch. 
She says she needs someone to handle all the crap outside the ring so she can focus on hurting people inside. He agrees and she warns him to know his role. They shake on it and Stone celebrates his first big signing. And I think it's very, you know, it is taken a little bit seriously now. I mean, a lot of people said he was a Tony Khan rip-off. But I think there's potential for Robert Stone because he is unlikable anyway. And with Martinez there, there's a chance to actually build some talent. Of course, Martinez will need a hype man. And I think he'll work him well. Our next match is Karrion Cross versus Dominic Dijakovic. After Cross's big entrance with Scarlett, they start with a stare-down and a stalemate off a lock-up. Dominic fights back with strikes and adds a suplex followed by a choke. Stand. Two... Two. Cross rolls outside. Dijakovic dives on him, but soon gets sent into the steps. Cross smashes the steps into the post with Double D's head neck in between. The ref checks on Dijakovic and if he starts his count, Cross pulls Double D in as Keith Lee enters. He tells Keith not to stop it. It's his call and a champ glares at Cross, who pummels his frenemy with forearms. Karrion stares back as he locks in a cross jacket and Lee gets in the ring as soon as the ref calls it. And that is Karrion Cross getting the victory there with submission. The NXT champion checks on Dijakovic and stares at Cross as we fade out. So great episode to start. But what did you think? Of course, every week on the At The WNR podcast, we release a poll. What was the better show, AEW or NXT? It's just to try and get a figure of it, even though we, of course, enjoy both. I should say, I don't think AEW has actually lost a poll, but for this week, AEW won 62% to 38%. And, of course, we've got a few comments as well. At Soul Artist 24-7, Eric Jones says, AEW Dynamite was damn good this week's episode. The Night Rocker at Night Rocker 87 said, I don't get NXT till Friday here in Canada. Even if I could on Wednesday, I'll prefer NXT because I'm NXT because I'm hooked on AEW. Carl Joe 0417 wrestling fan says NXT. And the Cold Bone Show at the Cold Bone Show says, is this opinion based? The reason I ask is that every time I do one of these things and put a comment in as to why I did, I get lambasted for it. NXT, there's a lot of less goofiness and it is just a better run show all right move on to our next episode july 29th we start with a montage that covers keith lee's relationship with dominic dijakovic and what karen cross did to dijakovic last week set to the old armageddon theme the end which is probably one of the best themes out there you can get it on the wf anthology cd and we're right into our opener which is eo shine tegan Knox versus candice LeRae and dakota kai Die from Shire and knocks its candidate with a shiniest wizard. When the ref checks on Eo Dakota at ringside, Shire takes advantage to hit a moonsault, possibly hitting the rain in the face with her knees to end it. And they're very surprising there. Kai leaves as the Rays wiped out in the ring as the faces celebrate. So Tegan Knox and Eo Shire getting a victory. And I, I like Tegan Knox. I've always seen Cole's appearance on the Pat McAfee show and the follow up this week. Now, when it first happened, I thought this was a kind of shoot because of the way Adam Cole uh, reacted. And of course, then since then, it works in another way. But again, I don't mind it in a certain point of view. And hopefully I'm discussing that a little bit more down the road. Our next match is Roderick Strong versus outside. Johnny sends Roddy face first into the ring post. Then throws him left shoulder first into the pexiglass. He rolls Strong in, hits one final beat. And that's it. Johnny Gargano defeat Roderick Strong. Then it was Shotzi Blackheart versus Mercedes Martinez. Blackheart charges right into Martinez's spine buster. That gets two. Two. She mounts for more GMP. And after another back and forth, Martinez blocks slice of bread number two. She climbs down and rains forearms to Shotzi's torso. After a huge super German suplex on the top, Martinez picks Shotzi up in the middle of the ring and drives her down into the mat. 
One, two, three, Martinez gets the victory. And that's very important because, of course, Robert Stone's new client, and he's had a problem with Blackheart, and it's completely changed now. The next match, Imperium versus Everise. Marcel Barfell and Matt Martel start, and the champs employ quick tags after a takedown. Chase Parker in with a slingshot, and the Quebec is getting some tandem offence. But it's not long before Martel is sent to the floor, and Parker is hung up in a tree of woe. Barfell and Fabian Allen with a tandem drop kick. Another team moved, and the European bomb ends it. Imperium defeat Everise via pinfall. Our next match is Jack Atlas versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Atlas gets an inset promo. He says that now he's back from injury, he's coming for the Cruiserweight Championship. Atlas misses a rainbow DDT and ends up hanging from his feet from the bottom rope. Swerve hits the house call there and brings Jake back in for the JML driver and the victory. We learn that will be a number one contendership match particularly next week. The winner gets EO Shark takeover, Bobby Fish and Carlo Riley challenge Imperium for the tag titles next week. And then it's a huge main event. It's Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher versus Dexter Loomis. Who would get the opportunity to go to takeover? Thatcher goes at Balor for the bell while Loomis stands in the corner and watches. They brawl to the outside, but when they return, he chops both of them. They head to the outside. He pauses and rushes in with a tope. They evade, but he lands on his feet. And apparently, that landing on his feet broke his ankle, which is going to cause problems down the line. Later, Loomis then goes to get the silence locked in, but Finn flies in with a coup de gras. Thatcher breaks up the pin attempt. He then gets a leg lock, but while Finn struggles, Loomis slides back in and locks in the silence. Thatcher passes out, and Loomis has advanced to the North American Championship ladder match, but obviously due to injury, he cannot participate. To a poll for that week, what did you think? What was the better show? AEW won again, 57% to 43%. At Rate Wrestle said, I think AEW was underwhelming this week. 10-man and TNT title didn't do it for me. For some reason, the wrestlers around the rings as fans didn't really seem arse this week. At Blaze Bayman said, AEW for not having a tag division, but having every match turn into a tag match halfway through. AEW has a tag division, but they have to turn every tag match now into some tornado spot fest. They had a great eight-man tag week to go, and now it's saturated. Captain Deadpool, just Deadpool 316, said that opening tag match was garbage. It felt like they were watching the rehearsal for the actual match. It was a mess. I like the TNT match, though. I liked the Warhorse kid. I, too, like Warhorse versus Cody Rose. And we'll be discussing more about AEW when you their pay-per-view in September. And Rate Wrestle went on to say, I'd rather have one amazing tag match of three average ones, which is what happened this week. Even the Omega Page tag match, which is normally the highlight, wasn't as good as it could be. We go to the penultimate episode of NXT August 5th. Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai to start us off. Face wash kick, then head up top. Rhea fights off the superplex and forearms. Dakota to the floor. But here comes Mercedes Martinez. She blasts Ripley while the ref was checking on Kai. Go to kick from the top. And Dakota is the number one contender. Rhea Ripley and will challenge Io Shirai at TakeOver 30. After the match, Martinez strikes again. Air raid crash. Looks like Rhea isn't done with a Robert Stone brand after all. After another break, we see shots of Pat McAfee earlier today. He's calling tonight's tag title match between the Unsputed Era and Imperium. We then get Bronson Reed versus Shane Fawn. Fawn is full of himself early on, but it's turned inside out with a clothesline before too long. A run-in Death Valley driver and a splash off the top end for Bronson Reed. We then get Damien Priest versus Ridge Holland versus Oni Lorkin. 
Holland knocks Lorcan down, but only hulks up. Big chop like Ridge yells through, but two running Europeans put him down. Priest re-enters and chokeslams Holland, then hits a reckon on Lorcan to punch his ticket to takeover. Damien Priest defeats Ridge, Holland and only Lorcan to get to the North America Championship ladder match at takeover 30. Now, a couple of things for these. Damien Priest really impressed me uh, against at the takeover in your house. And apparently, Mr. McMahon and a few others in WWE are pretty high on Ridge Holland. And only Lorcan's Twitter account is fantastic. Only uh, tweets in capitals, but he gets his point across. All right, move on to Cameron Grimes versus Keith Lee. We get a back and forth leads to a collision course, and Grimey gets another near fall on a champ. He sets up the cave-in, but Keith catches him. Grizzly Magnum, the champ is pit, takes too long low, and Grimes gets back up for more strikes. Lee doubles down, but doesn't go down. He grabs the wrist and holds on for a series of clotheslines, and a spirit bomb ends it. Keith Lee defeats Cameron Grimes in a hell of an effort. The lights go out and we hear Scarlet speaking in a foreign language. Was it Russian? A black and white look at Karen Cross comes up on screen. He says he hasn't seen general manager Winnie Regal here since he signed. Since he's the only one who can make the match, all of this is on him. The camera pans out and we see someone laid out and miss some wreckage backstage. There are at least three guys laid out in the locker room. I gotta tell you, when I saw this, I thought that is how you build no pun intended, a killer wrestler there. The way he you know, looks so intimidating as he just walked through whoever to get his title opportunity. Mr. Eagle skypes enough some ads to tell us Dexter Loomis is injured, what I said earlier, and he's out of takeover. He's heard what he considers valid complaints from Johnny Gagano and Finn Balor about not being pinned in their qualifiers. So in two weeks, there will be two singles matches who didn't factor in the finish of their triple threat matches to determine the final two entrants in the takeover ladder match. And of course... We're going to have a very special guest host this Saturday slash Sunday on the WNR podcast. I'm hoping to release the podcast Saturday night because we will be talking about TakeOver and, of course, SummerSlam, building through the cards and running through the results of the latest episode, which will include this match. Well, we get Pat McAfee joining Tom or Todd Phillips at the announce desk and assures us everything is fine between him and everyone at NXT. We then get Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. Hartwell gets in Knox's face, bragging about beating Shotzi. Tegan is fired up after that, hitting a bulldog, running centre in the corner, then the shiniest wizard for the win. We see Imperium warming up, and McAfee said he's sticking around for that one. And then it's Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong accompany Carl O'Reilly and Bobby Fish to the match. There's a lot of talk with Pat about his history with Cole and the Undisputed Era during the entrances, and laying it on thick about how cool he is with everyone now. We see Cole glance black, presumably because he can hear Pat trashing him again as we go to commercial. Like jokes, Barfell gets the rope, so Fish hits him with a diving headbutt. Cole goes to confront McAfee, who hits him with a Will Ferrell. He's an angry health line, so Cole throws water on him. Triple H and Shawn Michaels come out to separate the two of them. In the ring, O'Reilly's distracted, he gets knocked off the apron, and Barfell and Knightley hit Fish with a European bomb, and Imperium beat the Undisputed Era and retain their NXT Tag Team titles. Things seem to have settled down at the table, but McAfee tells Cole he's also been a teeny tiny little bitch. When he tries to get free to attack him, the former punter punts him in the head. Sean marks the unconscious Cole, while Tripp shoves McAfee out of the building. Pat is talking to everyone about an unprofessional place they're running as the show ends. Yes, Pat McAfee has just left longest reign NXT champion in history, laying. Is this a good decision? Is it not? Hopefully, I'll be able to discuss it properly 
on Saturday. Personally, doesn't really work for me at this moment in time. Uh, the celebrity effect, and especially with American footballers, it doesn't really translate. So what was the better show? AEW wins yet again, 63% to 37%. At Sports Nut for Life, so very, very close. Both shows were great, and real wrestling enjoy both. Kevin Kidd said both as well, at KKidd060. And Francois Paquette... At Fran6 underscore Paquette said, I vote AEW, but I cannot judge NXT because I do not watch it at the moment. And like I say, we like both shows as well. There's no doubt about that. we just like you to decide what you preferred. Anyway, August 12th, our last episode of NXT. We start with a recap of last week's developments in the Pat McCann, Adam Cole angle, and Karrion Cross and Keith Lee's message to one another. Then, Mauro Ronaldo welcomes us to tonight's festivities. Vic Jones is here with Ronaldo and Beth Phoenix. We get Karrion Cross versus Danny Birch. We get full entrance for Cross and Scarlett. Birch gets a cross face, but Cross stands up and turns into the Doomsday Sato suplex. He does with a little more damage and puts Cross jacket on. Danny fades out quickly. His arm is barely raised when Lee's music hits the Joe roll-up quickly. The champ says Cross likes to put this on him, but every time he tries to bring the ruckus, Carrion leaves. Since he's a little bitch, Keith Lee went to general manager winning Regal and begged to promise him not to put his hands on Carrion until a match at TakeOver. Regal agreed, and Lee has a contract that just needs Cross's bitch-ass name on it. Scarlett takes it, Cross signs it, and his lady brings it back to him in the ring. The champ opens it and flames leap out blindingly. As former referees, trainers, EMTs are down. Limitsman tries to get away from them for Cross, but calm him down and try to lead him to an ambulance. Was it silly? Yes. Did it make the full impact? Probably not. Was it effective? I think so. It's definitely something different. While we see on the split screen for that, our entrance is for our next match start, which is Jake Maverick versus Killian Dane. Drake manages to stay away from a larger man at the bell, and we quickly go to the picture-in-picture commercials. Dane takes control of the match, and we continue to get a glimpse of the champ. He's now being attended to by Mia Yim. She gets him into the ambulance, and Maverick gets back in the match by evading the centaur and attacking the Irishman's leg. As the ambulance pulls up, we see the Unspeaked Era drive up in a nice station wagon. In the ring, Drake hits an elbow from the top, and here comes the Unspeaked Era. The quartet charges in the ring and beats down both guys. The match ends in a no contest, and then they kick him out. And Adam Cole gets a mic and tells Pat McAfee, who he knows is watching, to stop talking and listen. McAfee punted him while his arms were behind his back. So congrats for that. But takeover, he goes against the longest reign at NXT champ with his eyes open. Up next, Tyler Breeze versus Santos Escobar. Well, Prince Britt is all business on the way in. The Cruiserweight champ enters with his Legado del Fantasma henchman, but sends him to the back before the bell. This is set up for the Phantom Driver, but Tyler slips free and shoves Escobar to the floor. Santos returns to take a flurry from Breeze and gets dropped with a supermodel kick. Black Queen Wild and Raul Mendoza fights them off, but turns right into the Phantom Driver. And Santos Escobar wins. A banged-up Fandango limps down the ring and uses the stick he's leaning on to clear out the stable. The numbers game gets him, though, and LDF sets stomping on him. Down when Isaiah Swerve Scott runs in and sends him scurrying. Our next match, Indy Hartwell versus Mia Yim. Indy starts talking trash and smacking Yim in the head. Double leg takedown and strikes from the HBIC. Net breaker and suplex for Mia. And then she gets a tap at his armbar. We get a Finn Balor promo where he drops a bunch of insider yargon. Including that it doesn't matter if you're 18, 49 or in a retirement home. You watch him. He gets the man who doesn't factor in decisions tonight's triple threat. Is his second chance match next week. 
We get a package of the stuff that happened between McAfee, Triple H and Cole after last week's show. Then we see a tweet from the Boomstick accepting Cole's invitation. He'll be here next week. Yay! Damien Priest versus Bronson Reed. Roundhouse kick from Priest connects, but he can't follow up. Reed goes for a splash, but mostly misses. The Archer goes for the reckoning, but Reed turns it into a jackknife cover for the upset. Our next match is Mercedes Martinez and Elia, or Numph versus Caden Carr and Casey Cantazaro. Robert Stone brings out Elia and then steps aside for Martinez entrances. Elia gets too cute and lets Carter get free for a tag. Cantazaro in the same time as Martinez in case he uses her speed to stay away. She gets two, two on a cool looking flip hill kick. Thing after low and an air raid crash ends it. Mercedes Martinez and Elia beat Caden Carter and Casey Cantazaro. Our next match then is Kushida versus Cameron Grimes. Versus a mystery opponent. And that man is Velveteen Dream. Now take this what you want. We've had a little bit of controversy. When it comes to Velveteen Dream. We're going to go a little bit more. I know I keep saying that. A little bit more on Saturday. This is just a setup for when we have got a guest. And of course I'll announce that. At the end of the show as well. But here we go. It's Kushida Camera Grimes. Velveteen Dream. And Grimes and Dream end up trading blows outside. Until Kushida takes Dream out with a somersault. Inside, Kushida slaps on a submission on Grimes. Gene interrupts and escapes a hoverboard lock. However, Kushida gets back in and counters into the Death Valley driver. Grimes then takes Kushida out with a cave-in and sends Dream outside. And that is it. Grimes picks up the victory on Kushida to advance to the North American Championship ladder match at TakeOver 30. After, Grimes makes his exit and stares at the prize. Dream attacks Kushida. He celebrates in the ring and Finn slips in behind him. They do the pose at one another as the show ends because, of course, we know now it's going to be Dream versus Balor and the winner goes to take over for the North American Championship. So that is it. So what did you think of our, the final show? Well, believe it or not, AEW won again. 64% to 36%. And the Night Rocker says, don't get NXT till Friday, so AEW always gets first aces. Who could disagree with that but the question is what about the tv ratings well AEW dynamite averaged 792,000 viewers on tnt down 12.1 percent from the previous week nxt on the usa also was down averaging 619,000 viewers that was a drop of 17.8 percent from the previous wednesday now there was more competition than usual with the annual shark week on the discovery network cable news coverage of the presidential candidate joe biden choosing kamala harris not that one. Also, there's additions to and MLB games along with NHL starting to the opening round of the playoffs this week. But the demo god was happy because Dynamite averaged a 0.32 rating in the 18-49 to 49 demo, down 11.1% from last week. The show finished ninth overall on cable in that demo. It did tie for the second best number Dynamite has done in that rating category since March, NXT did not fare as well. Averaged just a 0.16 rating in the 18-49 and failed to chart on the top three, finishing in 65th place in a demo. That's 20% down from last week. The second lowest number NXT has done in that category since May. The combined audience of 1.411 million viewers was down 40% from last week and its lowest number since June 10th. Of course, detailed demo numbers are not available for NXT since it was out the top 50. This week's show will not go head-to-head as AEW will be airing on Saturday, August 22nd due to the NBA. AEW will be airing Double or Nothing on a YouTube channel during the Wednesday night time slot. But I think seeing as we're building towards TakeOver 30, I think it's time to check out a classic match from TakeOver's past. 
And the classic match is from the WNR 118 Part 3. August 19th, 2017. The NXT title is on the line. It's a glorious Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. NXT NXT Brooklyn 3. NXT to be the face of this brand. Bobby Roode, the new NXT champion. For the last 12 months, every person that has gone in the ring with me, I've knocked them down. And I've stood tall with this NXT championship. What's that match on my here? I am going to take this company to the next level. Perhaps the end is drawing near. Began last August at the Berkeley Center. NXT will be. And it's still going today, one year later. Glorious! You never hear the shot that takes you down. As far as I was concerned, there was only one place I was ever going to go. I could have signed anywhere in the world, but I don't want to be anywhere else but right here in NXT. It was the right time to come back here, and it was time for me to go and fulfill the prophecy. Once upon a time, I was not the man that stands before you right now. This man, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be a future world champion. champion. I was known as the chosen one. Drew feels he doesn't have to pay any dues. He's almost entitled to success. And I know from experience, looking into Bobby Roode's eyes, all I see is entitlement. But I got news for you, Bobby. You're not entitled to a damn thing. You're damn right I'm entitled. I saw a lot of money in Drew McIntyre back in the day. There is nobody that can match my unlimited and then it all fell apart. Drew McIntyre has potential. But that's not all he'll ever be. I fell down very, very hard, picked my arse up and climbed myself back to where I am and I only intend to go one way and take NXT with me. We are walking side by side as equals around here. I'm the ultimate star. Bobby, we have a message for you. It's not we, it's me. You are not NXT. This is my NXT. We are NXT. I'm ready. Now is the time. Now I'm ready to lead NXT into the future. Come Brooklyn. You will be staring across the ring at the new NXT champion. I hope Drew doesn't take me lately. Bobby Roode, what's he doing? Because if he does, he's in for a pretty quick night. Oh, the glorious DDT, and is that a sign of things to come? Bobby Roode didn't need to be chosen. Because everybody knows that Bobby Roode is simply the one. So, James, what did you think of the promo between these two? Well, I think the promo video for it on TakeOver has been better than anything we've seen in the real build-up to this, you know. Uh, it's been more about Roderick Strong and Bobby Roode. Uh, Drew McIntyre's been a kind of afterthought. Even beating Killian Dane fully uh, to being the number one contender wasn't that great achievement. It didn't feel at the time, you know. No. And McIntyre, as we say, uh, NXT... You know, it will be interesting. We're getting to more of that after the uh, the entrances. I forgot about the entrances, so 
If it's McIntyre first, come out to the old music. Oh, my dad would be proud. Right, so Emerald... with Rowdy Roddy Piper. It is the Emerald Drum Grand Grums. Drums. And it's weird because Friday we saw the drums with Roddy Piper and now Saturday night New York we're seeing the uh, they come out with obviously Drew McIntyre. I mean unless Bobby Roos is going to start <laughs> doing glorious on the bagpipes. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is with the feud as well with Drew McIntyre. Is that Finlay? I said that if in November he would have faced food, it would have been a gar- you know, guarantee. This coming so early with not that much build, is it going to happen here tonight? That is going to be the interesting question going into it. Uh, the bagpipes are playing Drew McIntyre's entrance. He is a hell of an athlete though, Dan, isn't he? He's certainly a different athlete from the guy who left as part of the 3MB. Yeah, he did. He's, he is, you know, he went round the independence as Drew, as Drew, as Drew talked about in the promo video. He went away from the WWE. He was young. It came too soon for him, didn't it? Got the independent work, made himself a star, made himself a part. You know, TNA champion whilst he was there in Scotland as champion in England, all over the place. And now he's come to NXT to take it to the next level. He says, become. The chosen champion that Vincent Mann once predicted. Can it happen here tonight? Drew McIntyre makes his way. Before we see Bobby Roode's glorious entrance, Dan, I've got to ask you, who have you gone for in this match? Because it is prediction time. I have gone for Bobby Roode. Hashtag Bobby Roode. Well, Dan, I lied to you earlier when I said I was struggling with what match I was, I was having difficulty with. I said Bobby Roode's glorious champion. Mr. NXT, he's done no more. He's done so much. But how can I go against a guy who signed my Rangers t-shirt? Shit, my hand. I've gone Drew McIntyre. I've gone against oh. Bobby Roode. <laughs> this could be... <laughs> draw. Well, or, or lose. Or yeah, lose. Yeah, so you, you win, Dan. You get the point. But if I join you or not, will we see a new champion here tonight? Or a glorious Bobby Roode? Here we go. Here's a glorious entrance.
surprised you haven't got your mum's cake turning stand out <laughs> and spinning round on it wearing your dressing gown. Well, if I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> your gibbo blowing a vape. <laughs> As we see Bobby Roode come out here, Dan, I dare you to find me a better entrance tomorrow night to compete with this. This is glorious. This is what a champion should be the reigning, defending NXT champion. Do you know what Finn Balor's doing tomorrow night? Yeah, I know the demon's coming. I know, I know, I know that was your argument. Fair play. But at the moment, glorious. Randy Orton standing there with his tight roots body for <laughs> fuck's sake, James. Sierra, hotel. Do you think the shield will come out as a shield? Bobby Poo. <laughs> 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 Best sign of the night. We found Dan's level as Bobby <laughs> Roode comes out here. Now, how can you bet against Bobby Roode? A man who's so good in NXT. He's completely changed the landscape, Dan. I mean, Bobby Roode, well, we talk about it. He is 5-0 and at takeovers. He won the title San Antonio January 28th, beating your man, Nakamura. He then went on to beat Nakamura again. Oh, he's my man because he lost. Thanks, (laughs) mate. (laughs) And he beat Itami in Chicago. He's also beaten Ono and Roderick Strong for the NXT title on NXT TV. You know, Bobby Roode is an unbelievable guy. Don't get me wrong. And McIntyre, what's his record? Um, McIntyre is 0-4-0. This is his first takeover. This is his first takeover event. And he's in the main event. Yes, exactly. And how big is that for McIntyre? That his first takeover in the main event for the title. Who can say that, Dan? Who? Who can <laughs> Drew McIntyre can? Look at these two men across the ring. The biggest takeover main event in history. Well, James, more importantly, every single T-shirt you've worn tonight has produced the winner. It has. Will the Bobby Roode while I'm wearing do it now as McIntyre gets introduced to a good response? You would say Bobby Roode made more popular. I can't believe you're doing Bobby Roode, Dan. A a year ago, you would have killed yourself. And don't forget the glorious Bobby Roode, Dan, debuted a year ago at NXT Brooklyn 2. 2. But he's facing McIntyre. I can't go against Drew McIntyre. So, Dan, what does Bobby Roode have to do? If he wants to walk out here as NXT champion. He has to be glorious. <laughs> <laughs> You're finally on the glorious train. <laughs> I knew I'd make you believe that of Bobby Roode. It was a grand scheme planned by me. Well, no, it's just because points mean more to me than <laughs> beating you at an NXT TakeOver event means more to me than supporting either Drew or Robert. But look at that. Look at Bobby. Doesn't even... Look at the size difference in McIntyre. Must be a foot taller. Will that phase Bobby Roode here tonight? No, because he's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> well, McIntyre's got to use his power, got to use his speed, got to use his hard-hitting offence that Bobby Roode doesn't like to do. He's got to avoid Bobby Roode's time-wasting and his tricks. If anybody knows Bobby Roode, it's me, you know. And I've been watching him, seeing what he's doing in his total defences against people. He hasn't needed outside interference. He's taken advantage of mistakes. What McIntyre has to do tonight is not make any. And if anybody can not... If anybody I know that can do that, it is Drew McIntyre. In a big situation, this is his first chance 
to go forward, and I think he was going to get the job done. As Bobby Roode now going to get a side headlock, but not going to hold it on for long because the power of Drew McIntyre. How does it feel? No, because I'm in a bit of awe. But knowing that you shook the hand of a guy <laughs> that's hitting Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, it's unbelievable. Well, that man, Drew McIntyre, sends Bobby Roode to the outside and then takes in one knee. Because I too have shook the hand that's hit Bobby Roode. Yeah, I know, you shook Drew McIntyre's hand. But Dan, was... imagine, right? McIntyre beating Roode now and then maybe in January, McIntyre versus Black for the NXT title. Well, that'd be a good match, wouldn't it? Well, if McIntyre wants to lose his title that quickly, then fair enough. <sighs> so, t- Alistair Black versus McIntyre and Rude, you're back in black. I'm back in black. Always been on black, Jamie. Well, Rude can't get in the way McIntyre at the moment. McIntyre using his power. But as I say that, Rude dodging, hitting the chops. And oh. now, beautiful. Glorious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like that. It's not quite out of nowhere because Randy Orton would have hit an RKO from that. Well, Rude hit McIntyre with the glorious DDT on NXT. And Rude saying that close. Uh, is it Drew's destiny to win tonight? Dan, you don't seem to think so, do you? I don't know. I think Bobby will be in for a rude awake here tonight. Now, how would you book Drew? Well, i tell you what, not like this. You know, I would treat him more like Alistair Black. I know we spoke about him a lot. But uh, just that kind of toughness to treatment, more victories under your belt as well, you know, and and, and more high teams to beat, yeah, you know, and having the right moments. So when you do win the title, feel the fans feel they've been on a kind of journey with you, and they accept you as a kind of the next guy. Because the last thing you want to do is be a good guy and then start getting the booze, especially for NXT. You haven't had that yet, you know what I mean? Finn Balor was a good guy yet. He stayed on that line, didn't he? It wasn't like, oh, you don't deserve it. It was like you're one of our own. McIntyre being so big and being uh, like a rock star as well. Do you know what I mean? Because he was in 3MB. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he, he looks like a rock star. He looks like a movie star. Uh, and, and the thing is, people won't feel like, oh, I can relate to him. Especially being Scottish as well and usually like kind of hill outsider in America. But at the moment, Bobby Roode is struggling to deal with the power of McIntyre. We've seen this. Suplex to the, you know, the hard canvas to the outside. Oh, but it's been all Drew McIntyre so far. I mean, Bobby Reed's got a bit of a look in, but McIntyre's been on the offence for our majority of the match. Yep, and this is what we want to see. McIntyre keeping on Bobby Reed. Oh, and the power coming back to haunt Drew a little bit there. Oh, throwing Bobby Reed straight onto the ring apron. <laughs> Rude coming off with a crossbody, but getting caught by McIntyre. Uh-oh, he's got him up like a javelin. Oh. Oh, trying to go ring face first into the ring post, but Bobby Roode with the backside there, trying to throw McIntyre into it, but McIntyre stops dead in his tracks. Oh, and then two big back elbows by either man and McIntyre. Oh, Ooh. my God. Swinging backbreaker there, dropping Bobby Roode straight on his back <laughs> at the edge of the ring apron. That's got to be sore. And the thing is, is like you say, Bobby Roode's taking that awful lot of punishment in the early going. And that was a hellacious move on the side of the apron there. And now McIntyre off the top, but Rude stopping that. And Rude always knows where he is in the ring. And you hear the crowd as well chanting. McIntyre, Bobby Rude. You might say Rude's got the advantage as he stops the suplex into the ring there by Drew McIntyre. Oh, swinging net breaker through the second row up on the 
middle rope. That's got to be nasty. Well, it is nasty, and this is the moment now where McIntyre tries to fight back after Rude has had his moment, and I think that net breaker might turn the tide a little bit there. It definitely gives Rude a chance to get his breath back. And you've got to remember as well in this match that Bobby Rude doesn't have to pin or submit Drew McIntyre. He just has to come out here as... NXT champion, you know, he can be DQ'd. And now he's on the apron. He's going to run towards McIntyre. Fuck! What the fuck was that? Takes him off with another swinging netbreaker. Oh, my God. And to the hard uh, mats on the outside. And how thin are those mats now? They are wafer-thin mats, barely two millimetres thick. Oh, and now rude. Kicking McIntyre. So, James, the question on everyone's lips. Will Roderick Strong play a part? In this match. Oh shit, did you do a bonus prediction? Yeah. What was it? It can fuck off. Camera shot of Adam Cole. Oh. Roderick Strong to get involved in the match. Well, why would Strong want to cost Rude the title when he's got a potential match coming up against Rude? If he wants to get a match against Rude, then it'd be for the NXT title. Because it's personal. Surely. Don't call me Shirley. It's personal with Roderick Strong. As Rude is taken over on Drew McIntyre. No pun there. Working on the neck. I think if Strong gets involved in this match, uh, Rude brought Strong's family into it. He's beaten Strong. He's made him, you know, not look like a man in front of his family. Strong wants retribution. What a better way than costing Bobby Rude the one thing that he loves more than anything else in the world, the NXT title. And then Bobby Rude and Strong can have that match, that personal feud that they've got. Like I say, McIntyre can go into a feud with CN or something for the time being, and then they can meet up at Survivor Series for like a triple threat match or a fatal four-way match, and it would be lovely. And that's what I'd do if I was booking it, you see? But McIntyre's trying to fight back now with the chops and that Irish whip to Bobby Roode. Oh, reversal, though. Roode throws McIntyre straight into the turnbuckles, and McIntyre drops like a sack of spuds. Well, sack lot- of Scottish spuds. Lots of uh, glorious signs. As the Canadian Bobby Roode is going off the second rope towards, like we say, the sinister Scotsman. Oh, lovely missile drop kick off the second. Oh, but McIntyre managing to kick out. Ah. That McIntyre can create a little bit of history. Because then, if he was to win, we would have an English NXT champion, an Irish NXT champion, and then a Scottish NXT champion. Neville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Neville won it, didn't he? Newcastle. Newcastle. Newcastle in England, you fuck. Just because it's in the north. <laughs> uh, Bobby Roode's got the sleeper and Drew McIntyre. And oh, McIntyre maybe desperation there. Running or just jumping back and Roode landed on the second turnbuckle. If only Mason Ryan was in NXT. Exactly, still. yeah. Mason Ryan would work perfectly. There's no other Welsh guys. Ryan Giggs. <laughs> <laughs> and Roode kicks McIntyre off. He's going to go against the ropes. Oh, Oh, was that belly to belly there by McIntyre throwing Rude over the top? Oh, that was beautiful by McIntyre, but he's in serious trouble. The neck and the arms being worked on, and Bobby Rude's trying to recover from that, but a huge throw. Rude runs into the back elbow there. Oh, and McIntyre! Oh, oh my word! Lee frogged into the top turnbuckle. McIntyre starting to get a bit of steam back behind him after. Bobby Roode's glorious onslaught. It's a McIntyre now, the forearm. Now looking to go to the top, but the back of his head still injured, and now he's going to go to the top. Come on, take advantage of this, Drew. Bobby Roode's back to his feet. Hitting the clips. Oh, beautiful clothesline by McIntyre. Nip up, Dan. 
And could this be it? Can Drew McIntyre be honing in on the NXT title? Claymore kick. Or is it Future Shock DDT versus Glorious DDT? No, this is the thing. The Battle of DDTs. I, what's that, my love? I don't know what would win if Rude's clubbing strikes to McIntyre. McIntyre will not stay down and Rude. Oh, Ooh, inverted atomic drop. Oh, running knee lift. And running against the ropes and McIntyre catches him though. Look at the power. It's the second time Bobby Roode's been caught. Throws him straight onto his shoulders. And now he's got him like Irish curse. Well, Scottish curse. <laughs> Scottish curse. Backbreaker. Now going for the cover. One, two. Oh. Roode with the kick out. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> the match goes on and how close to that and Roode. Well, using all of his sense, crawling towards the ape and getting out of harm's way. Can't be pinned out there, and he was close. Well, he can't be pinned in the ring either, James. <laughs> McIntyre trying to bring Bobby Roode. Hang him up on the top rope. Boom. Oh. Thank Bobby. Bobby hang him up on the top rope. But McIntyre's still in this. He's still got a lot of fight. And Bobby Roode now going to the top. Doesn't normally go to the top, though. Bit of high risk, high reward for Bobby Roode. But when he does, it means something. <laughs> I can't believe you're such a big Bobby Roode fan now. It's brilliant. You should have told the six months. <laughs> He's had a lot of title defences, hasn't he, Dan? Oh, millions. Yeah, exactly. And McIntyre. <laughs> uh, McIntyre's trying to suplex through. Roode's fighting off with everything he's got. Could be the end of his glorious title run. Or it could be the end of his Scottish title run attempt. Oh, McIntyre leaps to the top. And Roode, oh. oh. Crutches McIntyre on top. He's going to hang him up in a tree of woe. And Rude, oh, the punch to McIntyre. McIntyre's down. He's going to sit up and throw him off, though, isn't he? I hope so, because Bobby Rude's taking his time to recover. Because oh. he is... It's his NXT, Bobby Rude says. Drew McIntyre doesn't oh. agree. McIntyre sits up, throws Bobby Rude off by his head. And now McIntyre is calling for the Claymore kick, down. Bobby Rude, though, is he playing possum and staying down? <laughs> Well, he might be. He might be, Dan. That is the tactics of a great man. McIntyre can't put him down. He's already down. (laughs) He can't pin him on his uh, front, can he? Bobby Roode's dead. Well, Bobby Roode dead weight as McIntyre tries to pick him up. And oh, Roode takes his legs out, rolls him up too. Oh, tries going for the sneaky one. McIntyre Future shock. Goes for the future shock. Roode turns it away. Oh, backstabber there by Bobby Roode. Goes for the cover. One, two. Get off the tray. McIntyre kicks out. Uh. Drew's still in this, but Roode's dangerous as ever. Which way is this going to (laughs) go? Well, it's either going to be Roode or McIntyre, Dan. It's either going to be me or you. It is. It is. You've already got the point. You're safe. Unless Roderick Strong comes out and costs him, then I can beat you five. (laughs) Oh look at Mac! Look at Bobby Roode now. Chop some punches. Going crazy! Is he trying to get himself intentionally disqualified? I think he is. Well, he's building up on McIntyre, trying to take him down, and a net breaker. Oh, going for a swinging net breaker. Test oh. the strength. Roll up for McIntyre too. Oh, Roode rolls out. Yeah, but right. Future shot. DDT. That's not shot. enough. One. Not enough. Two. Not enough. Kick out. <laughs> 
You went... <laughs> I was kicking out with him. Uh, Drew McIntyre, can't believe it. I can't believe it, but I thought uh, Future Shock won't keep Bobby Roode down. I think a Claymore kick would get the job done, but Roode's so tough. McIntyre can't believe it. He's trying to get the kinks out of his neck, trying to think what's next to do. And Bobby Roode now being lifted by Drew McIntyre, trying to pick him up on his shoulders. Roll down. Glorious. Putting him up on his shoulders, going up top. <laughs> what is Drew McIntyre doing? He's got the power, and Roode's trying to reverse it. Is he knows cool? Oh, he's going for a backslide. Oh. Go on. Powerbomb. And he's got him in a powerbomb. Pow. Right on the mat. And he's got One, the arm. Two. Oh. Yeah. If he'd have hooked the leg, it could have been all over for Drew. But it wasn't. And now both men, look at this. Look at this shot. Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre, both face down on the canvas. Had a holy, beating a holy hell out of each other here tonight. Which way is this going to go? We just, we just don't know. Which way did it go? Which way did it go? McIntyre having to use the ropes to get up and Bobby Roode just reaching out for anything. And there we go. Yay, nay, punches. Both men on their knees. Gonna work their way to Gonna work their way to a vertical base or punching each other. Oh, Bobby Roode with a huge right hand. McIntyre responds in kind. Oh now Roode with a kick to the gut of the chops. Now McIntyre with a kick to the gut of the chops. And now Roode. And now McIntyre. Oh, both men beating holy hell out of each other. Oh Roode pushed McIntyre away. Oh. A chop Roode went for the kick. Oh my Step word. Step up in Seguri by Roode. And Bobby Roode. Getting his bearings. And McIntyre. Go. Oh no. Claymore kick rolls Roode back in. One. Two, the kick out. Yeah. Rope kick out. Ugh. He hit the Claymore kick, but too close to the ropes there. Bobby Roode getting out of that by the skin of his teeth. Too intelligent, my son. Oh, now Roode wants to get out of there. Oh, no. And Bobby Roode falls to the outside. McIntyre didn't want that referee. Stopping McIntyre from going out there. And McIntyre's got that look in his eyes. He's angry, and Bobby Roode... Referee's counting. McIntyre screaming. Uh-oh. He's going for something big here. Oh! Oh, my God. <laughs> McIntyre over the top like a, a projectile missile and, and taking out Bobby Roode. And that's a big fucker coming over the top rope at you. 254 pounds. A huge man. And can McIntyre capitalise on this now? Oh, come on. Referee's counting. Well, it looks like McIntyre's going to get up. I'm not sure about Bobby Roode. Oh, well, referee's up to five. Oh, McIntyre, by yeah. McIntyre trying to throw Roode in. Here comes McIntyre now. Tuning up for a Claymore kick. Oh, he wants this to be the end of Bobby Roode. Roode's in serious trouble. Doesn't know where it's coming from. Oh, no! Oh, spine buster. Oh... And just like that, Bobby Roode turns the tables and he's looking to put Drew McIntyre away. He's got him. Glorious DDT time, is it, Dan? Oh, no. McIntyre blocks it. Roode with the backslide. Oh, McIntyre sits down on him. One, two. Oh, oh Roode kicks out. Ah. Oh. Ducks under the clothesline attempt. 
Oh, Rude gets catches him. Catches him with a glorious DDT. Oh. Plants McIntyre. One, two, four. Drew McIntyre is still in this match, ladies and gentlemen. Whew, that was close, Dan. Come on. Come on now. You thought that was it. Drew McIntyre manages to kick out. Uh, I'm going to have a heart attack in a minute. <sighs> well, whatever happens, these two boys, these two men have done me proud and rude. Is going to look to finish this now? Look at him. He's a gas, Dan. He's hit his best move and it can't keep McIntyre down. He's going to hit another one, Dan. It's going to be it. Glorious DDT. Bobby Roode will retain. It's what the fans want. It's going to put Roode da- McIntyre down again. Boom. Number two. Rolls through. Picks him up again. Oh, fucking hell. Come on, Bobby. And he's got McIntyre third time. Oh, no. McIntyre reversing. Headbutt. Can he get it? Kick. McIntyre's got Roode. Go for the pin. No. One, no. two, three. Drew McIntyre is the new NXT champion. He has done it. He he's won. Drew McIntyre's <laughs> done it. The first Scottish NXT champion. My man, the man I shook his hand and he saw the Rangers top has won the title here tonight. What a moment for NXT, Dan. What a moment for me. Fair play, Bobby Roode. But Drew McIntyre is the man. Dan, what, what... a moment for you. It's <laughs> not the fuck all to do with you. You can't take it away from Drew fucking McIntyre. I'm not taking any of it away. What a match and what a moment. Dan, we didn't see that coming, did What a finish that was. Wow. I thought he was going to get planted with another glorious DDT and that was it, but manages to hit a Claymore kick. Knock Bobby Roode's head off and pin him for the title. Yeah. It's one I was thinking about, and my God. I might have got it wrong with Oscar Ember Moon. But let's just have a replay of the finish. When Roode hit the DDT, uh, first off, I thought maybe he'll kick out the first one. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that'll be it. And then when he spun him round and hit the second, I thought second... I, I couldn't believe it. I honestly can't believe it. And then McIntyre, a headbutt. And then finally, Claymore kick. And then McIntyre. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> well, Drew McIntyre, look at this moment. And the fans in attendance at Brooklyn 3 have seen a moment here. Drew McIntyre has become the new NXT champion. Please show Adam Cole. <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> glad. Adam Cole comes out and attacks Drew McIntyre. Uh, and what uh, just an absolute fantastic match and main event. I mean, a lot of people do not like Bobby Roode. And of course, since he's moved up to the main roster, you know, it's not great. But Drew McIntyre, of course, WWE champion now and will be main event in the SummerSlam after main event in uh, Brooklyn, which is brilliant. And of course, you know, the Undisputed Era getting involved. I feel personally that should happen at the main event of SummerSlam. You know, McIntyre beats Orton, and then the Undisputed Era make their debut on the main roster. One thing we don't really do on the podcast, though, is talk about video games. And, of course, you know, there's a lot of wrestling video games. And after the disaster, which was WWE 2K19, they decided against making one from this year, which is probably the correct choice. But instead, we get WWE 2K Battleground. Now, of course... uh, Battlegrounds will have a worldwide release on September 18th, 2020. The game will be an arcade-style 
Featuring several different game modes, the game will be available on PS4, Xbox One, PC via Steam, Nintendo Switch and Stadia. IGN has revealed the full roster which includes 70 WWE superstars and legends. So, first off the pricing, you get your standard edition, which is $40, or probably about 40 quid here. And you get Edge involved, or you get the digital deluxe edition, $50. Which includes Edge, all versions of Steve Austin, The Rock and Ronda Rousey at the beginning of play, plus... 1100 bonus golden bucks bucks you see anyway let's have a look at the roster the launch roster is aj styles tazawa black bliss fox andre the giant apollo oscar corbin bailey lynch phoenix biggie big show lashley rude Strowman, ray brie brock carmela cesaro charlotte daniel bryan dolph ziggler drew McIntyre, edge Elias, Ember Moon, Finn Balor, Hogan, Jake the Snake, Jeff Hardy, John Cena, Kalisto, Carl Anderson, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Lynch Dorado, Liv Morgan, Luke Gallows, Mandy Rose, Mankind, Mickey James, Naomi Natalia, Nia Jax, Nikki Bella, Nikki Cross, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey, Rowan, R-Truth, Samoa Joe, Sasha Banks, Seth Fulton, Michael, Shinzuki, fucking Nakamura, Stephanie McMahon, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Miz, The Rock, Triple H, Untaker, Xavier Woods, and Yokozuna. <sighs> now, it's weird because, of course, Gallows and Anderson are now in Impact Wrestling. Jake the Snake is in AEW. Uh, but, you know, they're still going to go with it. And these are the people that you can purchase post-launch. A Carm Ali, a London Blaze, Andrade, Angelo Dawkins, Batista, Big Boss Man, Billy Kay, Alice Booker T, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, Buddy Murphy, Cactus Jack, Chad Gable, Christian, China. Now, China hasn't been in the WF game since the early SmackDown ones. That will be brilliant to have. Doink the Clown as well, just, I think, is a match made in heaven. Dana Brooke, Earthquake, Eddie Guerrero, Fandango, Goldberg. Grand Metallic, Jimmy and Jey Uso, Jim Neinhart, Kane, it's Kane, Kevin Nash, Lana Lita, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Mark Henry, Maurice, Chris Ford, Mr. McMahon, Mr. Perfect, Otis Page, Peyton Royce, Razar, Ray Ripley, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ruby Riot, Sami Zayn, Scott Hall, Sherman Man, Sheamus, Sonya Deville, Sting, Tamina, the Booger Man, Brian Kendrick, like that, Trish Stratus, Tucker, Ty the Breeze, Typhoon, Ultimate Warrior, and of course, Vader. Now, how much this costs after the fact is a very good question because my problem is this is probably going to be downloadable content as well. But still, as an arcade keep, can it pique my interest? Well, there's no doubt I will buy it when it comes out. And, of course, I will tell you, maybe, maybe for the first time, the WNR can have a look at Twitch and maybe have a few games on there as well. Who knows? All right, so that's it for NXT but as we've got some more news about other wrestling, of course, we said we did. Impact News. Impact Wrestling will present its first night of emergence beginning this week. Match one card. And, of course, I'm recording this a little bit, so I'm missing out on the results on these. But it should be a great night. And, of course, we'll bring it to you once both nights have done. In the World Championship, Eddie Edwards will defend against an unknown man at this moment in time. Impact X Division Championship, Chris Bay versus Rahit Raju versus TJP. Your TNA Championship, Moose versus Trey Miguel. Impact Tag Team Championship, Mozart Machine Guns versus The North. And Kyla Ray versus Taya Valkyrie. And of course, that will be Wrestle House. During the night two of the event, which will air on August 25th, Impact will present the first ever 30 minute Ironman match for the Knockouts Championship. 
Deanna Peruzza will defend against Jordan Grace. Eddie Edwards will also defend his Impact World Championship event if he can successfully retain it during night one. Now, we were going to have a double feature for Slammiversary. Obviously, that didn't happen. So, before emergence, let me just catch up what happened at Slammiversary. We had the Motor City Machine Guns being a mystery tag team and beating the Rascals, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. It's a shame, of course, about the crowd, but the way Impact have gone about their business is really, really smart. And the kind of the way the, the arena was set up and everything like that, so I feel it well done. And have the Motor City Machine Guns get the victory a team, that means so much. I mean, just go back on Impact Plus and watch some of their matches against Beer Money Inc. And, of course, uh, Chris Sabin, Alex Shelley, two extremely talented guys. Let's not forget Chris, uh, Alex Shelley sorry, teamed up with Kushida. Uh, early on in the year in the NXT. So he's been uh, a busy man. We had Moose defeating Tommy Dreamer for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I did match, but Tommy Dreamer, I don't think should be wrestling at this moment in time. I do like the comedy, but again, it wasn't a bad match. I know a lot of people hated it. I didn't mind it. Kylie Ray won by last limit entire Valkyrie for the gauntlet match for the gold to determine the number one contender. Again, there was a couple of uh, comedy match, comedy moments in this, which I wasn't a huge fan of, you know. But again, each to their own, and they've got to try a different audience when it comes to this. Uh, I think Kylie Ray getting the victory was a little bit of a surprise, but again, good for the women's division. We hear Chris Bay defeating Willie Mack for the X Division Championship. I thought it was a really good match, to be fair. The X Division, of course, is not what it was when people maybe were watching it all those years ago, but I still think it's very, very exciting. The North, and brilliant tag team, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, defeated Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Um, that was for the Impact Tag Team Championship. And not to ruin it too much, but they went on to beat the North for the tag team titles on the next episode of Impact, which I think was just as good as Slam Versus as well. What a surprise. In the semi-main event, Deanna Peruzzo defeated Jordan Grace by submission, and very surprising, Peruzzo has not signed to her contract in Impact, or well, she wasn't up to that point. And to get the victory, I think, shocked a lot of people there. But Prox has got a lot, a lot of talent. And in the main event, Eddie Edwards defeated Ace Austin, Eric Young, Rich Swan, and Trey in a five-way elimination match. Now, this match, a lot of people were upset that Rich Swan was the kind of surprise, and then Eric Young. And uh, it was a great match. Eddie Edwards winning was probably the right man, because that's, at the moment in time, not disrespect, but a bit of a placeholder. But what happened after was EC3 showing up was absolutely brilliant and the promos that he's been doing on Twitter has been something else and I think it's really great to see him and of course what we saw in Impact is that it looks like he's going after the TNA World Heavyweight Championship and Moose as well which is going to be really really interesting. Alright so that's for Impact we'll move on to NJPW and New Japan's annual summer tournament was bumped to the fall because Japan was supposed to be hosting the Olympics the summer games got bumped to 2021 which put NJPW on hiatus for several months. But pro wrestling is back in Japan, and the G1 Climax 30 will go on in the same September-October time frame within which it was originally announced. The company released a schedule, and of course dates through September and October. It starts off September 19th, and it ends October 18th. Two groups of wrestlers, if you've never heard of it before, will compete over the course of the month. The winners of each group determined by points in intra-group round-robin matches. Winners get two draws, earn each wrestler one point. Wrestling in the final for an IWGP heavyweight title shot at Wrestle Kingdom. And of course, we're hoping to get a full list of participants soon. And then Red Pro... 
After a five-month absence, Revolution Pro will return on Sunday, August 23rd this weekend. Whilst we were unable to present our 2020 epic encounter, they will instead present what is planned to be a series that we are able to once again perform before a live audience, starting with Epic Encounters 23rd. The six-match event will be made available for streaming and digital download within 72 hours alongside over 1,010 hours of other footage on our VOD service, RPW On Demand. The show will be presented in an empty arena, all compared to staying in a hotel bubble for the following stringent health and safety protocols. Here's the full card then. It's Robbie X versus True Grit, Connor Mills. Kenneth Halfpenny versus Brendan White. Prince of Pace, Callum Newman versus Driller, Dan Maloney. Bobby Tyler versus Aaliyah James. Michael Uku and Ariel Sasson, Will Ospreay versus RKJ and Aussie Arrow, Carl Fletcher. And the undisputed British Women's Championship, Gives You Shaw versus Jamie Hayter. And finally, starting last Saturday, the best independent promotion in the world came to the WWE Network. Evolve Progress... Wrestling from England, Germany's WXW, ICW, debuted to give the W Universe a chance to see some of their favourite superstars like never before. And this is just the beginning. They're going to continue to add footage from their libraries as well as new exciting content for all these promotions on the network in the weeks and months to come. So the first drop of a pair of compilations highlighting two of W's and X's top stars along with full shows from each promotion. The best of Drew McIntyre and Evolve features W Champion action before his 2017 return to the company. You'll see McIntyre and Freddie Mac, Ricochet, Johnny Gagano, Roger Strong, Alistair Black and Matt Riddle. The best of Keith Lee and Evolve features NXT Champion coming into his own for making a jump to the black and gold brand. In this compilation, the limits one takes on Timothy Thatcher, Walter and Riddle. A special also features a pair of early battles against his rival and close friend Dominic Dijakovic. Fans will get a look at Germany's WXW and see a different style of combat on display. WXW Ambition 11 is one of the night's Smash Mouth tournament featuring the UK champion Walter and Timmy Thatcher setting out to punish the competition. Also featured for the WXW Library is a one-night all-women's tournament, Femme Fatale 2019. Progress Festival has been housed as a jewel of British independent scene, having capitulated superstars like Pete Dunn, Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan, Webster, Tony Storm and Chris Young Veterans onto Worldwide Platform. Progress Chapter 92 is highlighted by a hard-hitting battle for the Progress Championship between Volta and Aya Dragunov. And the W Universe will also be introduced to the Scottish Underground with Insane Championship Wrestling. Night 2 of Shug's Hoos Party sees Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett, that's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E, Double T, take over as Commissioner for the evening, and it's the UK's piping even in action, as well as viral video sensation, Grido. It's yourself. Yes, the man who was on World of Sport Wrestling has now made it to the WWE Network. And I'll tell you something, I'll check out that Walter versus I Dragunov match. This should be a good, good thing. It's a shame that maybe they're shutting down other promotions, but again, it's getting to more eyes, which I think is a great thing. Our next episode, well... It's going to be very exciting because I'm joined by at WSC Dub. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to look at the toxicity of Twitter and the takeover and SummerSlam card as well. So it should be great. Don't forget that will be on Saturday. And that is it. Don't forget because all social media, Twitter at the WNR podcast. I'm at the WNRJR. Our WNR for the week is still Gustavo Tivo. We're also on Facebook, the double Instagram, across all the Google platforms, send us an email to the double podcast at gmail.com and YouTube, the double podcast. We have all the latest clips and podcasts. Go at the same time on YouTube as you do SoundCloud on your phone. Also, Stitcher and iTunes, we can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. So that is it. Like I say, next episode at WSC Dub joins us. But until then, 
I have been James Rowlands. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye.